the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In Galatians, the Apostle Paul says, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. How to avoid this mindset is the subject of our time next on Abounding Grace. I think it's safe to say we would all raise our hands if asked if we've found ourselves cooled in Christ, veering away a bit. Why are we allowing ourselves to get drawn away from the gospel? Is it just too much work? Do we even remember when God called us out of darkness into the light as his child? And now we're not even listening to him, right? Well, these are false voices that draw us away from Christ and the only one that pulled us out of darkness. And here today on Abounding Grace, Pastor Gary Wagner reminds us that we are only as far away from God as we've walked, and it's really easy to turn around and walk back. Join us for this edition of Abounding Grace. The postmodern way of looking at things goes like this. Christians... We disagree with you on both accounts. We don't believe that there is any revelation from God that must be used to understand life because there is nothing to understand about life. We don't believe there is anything such as truth. There is no such thing as truth. There's no such thing as meaning. There's no such thing as your identity as an individual. There's nothing underneath any of this. Everything is on the surface. And everything in life, whether it is personal relationships or politics, is a power play. There's no truth. There's no meaning. There's no moral absolutes. So the only thing there is left is for me to impose my will on you to get you to do what I want you to do before you get me to do what I want you to do. Everything is a power play. Everything and might makes right. But in the face of the modernist and the postmodernist, the Christian obeys the truth because he knows there is a truth because God has persuaded him of that. And he knows that God has revealed that truth in Scripture, and God has also persuaded him of that as well. So we have lapses and glitches in our lives as Christians when we allow ourselves to be hindered from obeying the truth by doubting it is there, by doubting that there is such a thing, by doubting that even if it is the Word of God, can it really be understood by us? Now, how is it that we as Christians can somehow allow ourselves to be hindered from obeying the Word of God? How is that possible? 
Well, verse 8 tells us, This persuasion did not come from him who calls you. This persuasion that hinders some from the truth to follow the false gospel of the Judaizers did not come from him who calls you. So how is it that we sometimes allow ourselves to be hindered from obeying the truth? It is because of listening to and allowing ourselves to be persuaded by other voices than God's voice in the Bible. Look back at Galatians 1. You see what Paul is getting at. Chapter 1, verse 6. Paul says, I am amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel. Now he brings it up again here in verse 8. He says, you are being persuaded to leave the one who not only called you, but continues to call you to himself. And that is because the calling of God is irrevocable, my friends. In other words, the Galatian Christians were allowing themselves to be drawn away from God's voice and the apostles by the voices of the Judaizers. And what is worse, these Christians in Galatia were beginning to say yes to Satan's voice through the Judaizers, distortion of the gospel, and say no to God. In other words, Paul was reminding his readers of their conversion he says, do you remember back when you were converted, when I was the pastor of your church there, and I was preaching the gospel to you, and you heard God's irresistible, invincible call to follow him, and you were brought to him by faith in Christ and in obedience to the gospel? Do you remember when you heard God's voice? Not audibly, but in a way only your heart could hear. Do you remember when God called you out of darkness into his light and made you his child? Well, now you're not listening to new... Now you, are now, now you are listening to new voices. Not to the voice of the one who called you, who speaks through me, says Paul. That is through the scripture. But now you're listening to new voices. In fact, you're not merely listening to new voices or exchanging God's voice for man's voice. But in doing this, you are on the road to apostasy from the voice of God. In allowing yourself to be persuaded by voices other than the voice of God in Scripture, and this may be the farthest thing from your mind, but you are on the road to apostasy, to the full abandonment of the Christian faith. Once you start listening to other voices competing with the voice of the Word of God in Scripture, you put yourself on a road that unless you recover quickly, that road will take you to total abandonment of the Christian faith. And you may not think it is. It may be the last thought in your mind. But it will. So the lesson we must learn is that this culture we live in is full of false voices trying to call you and me away from God's voice. And they're powerful voices, persuasive voices, eloquent and educated voices, convincing voices that you may not be able to refute. And these pervasive voices come not from God but from man. 
and they are persuasive and convincing to those who either want to be seduced from God or who are not familiar enough with God's voice because of their neglect of his word, which unfortunately is true of many, many church members today. Some people want to be seduced. They're tired of living the way Christians have been called to live and thinking the way that we're supposed to think. They want a new way. They want to be seduced away from the truth. It's just too hard. But then there are other Christians who have neglected the Bible. They have lapsed from reading it themselves, from reading it to their families, from coming to church every week and concentrating when the sermon is preached. They have so neglected the Word of God that they no longer crave it. They're less hungry for it because there are things in their lives that they crave and hunger for more than God's Word. And the slightest thing will keep them from church because there's a world of other things that interest them more. And they crave them more than the Word of God. So because of this neglect of God's Word, they're not familiar enough with His voice. And they are swept away with the new voices. Let me just read to you some verses that warn us of these new voices. In Proverbs 5, it says, now, rather, and rather this is talking about a little, literal adulteress or someone who is a spiritual, moral, or theological adulteress trying to cause us to be unfaithful to the truth. It really doesn't matter. It could be either or, but it says in Proverbs 5.3, The lips of an adulteress drip honey, and smoother than oil is her speech. But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood. These false voices that come to try and persuade us away from the word of God, oh, they drip with honey, and they're smoother than oil. But they are bitter. Or Paul in Romans 16, verses 17 and 18 said this, I urge you, brethren, keep your eye on those who cause dissensions and hindrances Contrary to the teaching which you learned, and turn away from them, for such men are slaves, not of our Lord Christ, but of their own appetites, and by their smooth and flattering speech they deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting. By their smooth and flattering speech they deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting, the naive, the negligent. In other words, if because of your neglect of the word of God, you cannot discern between truth and error, be careful about what you read. Be careful about what you watch and be careful about who you talk to because you are easy prey for seducers. If when you hear one preacher and then you hear another preacher preach and they're as different as night and day, and you can't tell the difference, then you are a sucker for any false teacher that comes your way. Any new voice that comes with flattery and smoothness will sweep your heart away. 
Let's look at Colossians chapter 2, verse 4. Notice the warning Paul gives here. In verse 3, he reminds us that in Christ is hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Say, so stay close to him. But he says in verse 4, I say this in order that no man, that no one may delude you with persuasive arguments. There are people out there in the world who are very persuasive that you can't refute, that I can't refute. But simply because we can't refute them doesn't mean that what we believe, what doesn't mean that what they believe is true and what we believe is false. Just because we've been witness to them and you've told them something is true and they seem to have presented an argument to you that refuted you, don't worry. That doesn't mean anything about the Christian faith. Just because you get refuted means nothing about the truth and the future of Christianity. What it means is that you need to study a little bit more so you won't be refuted the next time. Paul says there are people out there trying to delude you. And they call themselves preachers and Christians and even Presbyterians. Verse 4. I say this in order that no one may delude you with persuasive arguments. Verse 6. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. How can you tell a false voice? From the voice of God, you cannot unless you are well acquainted with this book. You must firmly establish yourself in it. Stay close to Christ through it and stand on guard and don't let anyone take you captive through philosophy and empty deception according to the traditions of men or the voices of men rather than Christ. Let me give you one more verse in 2 Timothy chapter 3. You will see here why some people are always learning. They're always building libraries. They're always listening to CDs. But they are never able to come to a correct knowledge of the truth. They merely believe whoever they read or talked to last. 2 Timothy 3, verses 6 and 7. Now, before I read these verses, if you think that these are chauvinistic verses and you think they show an inferiority toward women, ask God to forgive you because God is not a chauvinist, right? And this is his word, and he will never say anything degrading about woman whom he has made in his own image. Verses 6 and 7. For among them, that is those who have a form of godliness but deny the power thereof, are those who enter into households and captivate weak women weighed down with sins, led on by various impulses, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. These women are always going to Bible studies, are always filling out some kind of workbook, they're always listening to CDs, 
They're always buying books on theology. They are ever learning, but never coming to the correct knowledge of the truth. Why? Because they're women? No, a million times no. It's because they are weak women. And of course, not all women are weak. So what made these women weak? They were weighed down with their sins and led on by various impulses. Do you know what a modern word for led on by various impulses is? It is moody. I've got an impulse to cry, so I think I'm just going to cry, even though I really don't have anything to cry about. I have an impulse to be fearful. They are led on by various impulses. That is, they are slaves to their emotions. Whatever their emotions tell them to do, they do. Well, men, you're weak too. Paul could just have easily said men weighed down by sin, led by various impulses. But anyone who is moody, anyone who is a slave to their emotions will never come to a knowledge of the truth no matter how much learning he or she involves themselves in. But not only are they led by various impulses, they are weighed down with sins, it says. And that doesn't mean that they're convinced by their sins and wish they weren't sinners and weighed down with guilt. They are weighed down with sins. These women were weak, ever learning, never coming to a knowledge of the truth because they were slaves to their moods and emotions weighed down by their sins. That is, their lives on Sunday looked very holy and sweet. But through the week, they gave in to lusts and desires and drives of their hearts. If this was Paul writing to women today, he would say, no matter how many CDs you listen to about women or books you read about women's issues, internet articles you read, you will always be learning but never coming to a knowledge of the truth if you are not comparing it to the truth of Scripture. As long as you allow yourself to be absorbed in Internet trolling, Facebook blog reading, you will become captivated by the sensual side of life and you will be frustrated. And anyone who is weighed down with sin and a slave to impulse will ever learn but never come to a knowledge of the truth. So understand, there are strong voices out there, persuasive voices that are trying to seduce you away from the voice of God in Scripture. And those new voices are to be found in psychology and psychiatry, false medicine, religious organizations, education, scientific research, media, the marketplace, popular philosophies, internet bloggers, many preachers, and most seminaries. In other words, beloved, you are surrounded and your children are surrounded. Every time you step out of your house, Every time you wake up in the morning, you will be surrounded in this culture by voices that are trying to seduce you away from the voice of God. And when you allow yourself to be seduced because you have no discernment, 
because you neglect the word of God, you will be hindered from obeying the truth. And there's a second reason why we're hindered from obeying the truth. Not only because we let ourselves be seduced by these new voices, but because we do not take seriously the fact that a little leaven leavens the whole lump of the dough. Paul says back in Galatians chapter 5, 7, you can start out well, but be hindered by obeying, from obeying the truth. In verse 8, by allowing yourself to be led away by new voices. Then in verse 9, by not taking seriously the fact that a little leaven leavens the whole lump of dough. Now understand that these Galatians had no intentions of leaving God and his word and apostatizing and turning their back on him. But what possible harm, you see, could it be to believe the basics about the deity of Christ and the Trinity, but, you know, just embellish it a bit here and there to make Christianity attractive to our friends and family? What harm could there be in compromising here and there just a little bit so that we are, what we are presenting to the world won't be as radical and as cross-grained as it has been? What's wrong with a little compromise here and there with the non-essentials of the truth? Well, Paul's arguments against that attitude is very simple. A little leaven leavens the whole lump on seemingly insignificant causes can lead to momentous consequences. As R.C. Sproul has said, ideas have consequences. Whenever you compromise the gospel at all, that compromise of the grace of God with any merit or ability in man will lead to a shifting of our attention from God to man and what man can accomplish. Francis Schaeffer used to talk about nature eating grace. That if you look at life and you don't look at it from an exclusively biblical perspective and you allow human reason in as a source of truth, then eventually our human nature or our reasoning will eat up grace and it will be gone. Terrell Elnuf, an elder in the Presbyterian Church of America, wrote a wonderful book years ago called The Guise of Every Graceless Heart, in which he dealt with the problem of why did Puritanism in England or in New England fail when it was overwhelmingly in control of the entire culture there? And you know, it eventually failed to Unitarianism. And he said it was because as great as the Puritans were in their attempts to understand all of life from the perspective of the Word of God, they let platonic reason stick its nose into the tent. They believed that there were some things that you didn't need the Bible to understand. And once that began, the rift widened until nature ate up grace. A little leaven leavens the whole lump of dough. You start out making little compromises in the Christian faith to be a little more acceptable, to be a little more palatable, to make a little more to, to make it a little more acceptable to the modern man way modern man thinks. And once you start, 
It continues to unravel the whole thing. Because you see, biblical doctrine is knit together, not woven. Every doctrine in Scripture is interdependent and knit together in such a way that once you start to compromise the truth for the sake of acceptance and make the gospel more attractive, that will continue until the whole thing is unraveled. A little leaven leavens the whole lump of dough. Has your obedience to Christ waned? Has your love for Christ cooled? Has your freedom in Christ been interrupted? If so, my friends, stop listening to those voices that wish to draw you away from the truth and listen only to the Word of God as it is given to you in this book. Stop searching for anything else because I can assure you it will only lead to a total falling away from the great I Am. Well, that's all the time we have today. This has been Abounding Grace with Pastor Gary Wagner from Reformed Heritage Church in San Jose. If you'd like to review today's broadcast, we would invite you to contact us for a copy of the program. They're available for just $5. Mention today's date and we'll send a CD your way. Here's where to write to us. PMB number 402, 1484 Pollard Road. That's in Los Gatos, California. The zip code is 95032. Again, that's PMB number 402-1484, Pollard Road. Los Gatos, California, 95032 is that address. Our phone number, if you'd rather call, 408-866-5607. That's 408-866-5607. Our website is reformedheritage.org, and if you'd like to join us for worship, Sunday services are at 2 p.m. We meet at the Lone Hill Church on 5055 Lone Hill Road in Los Gatos. Directions at our website, reformedheritage.org, or again, call 408-866-5607. Thank you for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you next time we get together as we continue our studies in God's Word. Until then, may Christ be your abounding grace. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.